Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the La Dolce Vita Formula, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a mission and purpose, this show is the show that you want to tune in because I invite guests all around the world, female visionaries and leaders uh, that have that secret sauce. They, they have a gift that they want to share to the world, and I like to dive into their story of how they really got into what they're doing. So it can be a demonstration to you to, to show you how to live a fearless and fabulous life. And so with further ado, without further ado, I want to bring on my next guest, Annalisa Parent. And I want to share a little bit about her. I don't like reading bios. I just want to get into the meat of it. Uh, but she, what, what I love what she does is she helps entrepreneurs to finish, publish, and sell their expert books. So we're going to be getting into that. We're going to be getting into the the storytelling aspect of that. I think that's really important. Um, she's the CEO of Laurel Elite Books. And um, she she also, um, you know, it's interesting, I was reading her bio. So she's been featured on Huffington Post, uh, CBS Associated Press, or I should say CBS Associated Press, and Korean Broadcast System. So you can learn more about uh, her work if you are, wherever you're watching or reading this, um, you can check out her bio. So Annalisa, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Heather. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Absolutely. My pleasure as well. So let's talk about your vision, your mission, your purpose in, in helping women to really find their voice and telling their story. Before we get into the meat of that, because I think this conversation is really important, uh, really quickly, like, how did you get into this business of helping entrepreneurs to publish and write their books? That's a great question. And uh, it all stems from my mission of helping people not only to find their voice, not only to tell their story, but to tell it well, so that people want to listen. And, you know, <clears throat> over years of being a writer myself and publishing myself, people would come to me and say, you know, I've got this idea for a book, or I wrote a book and no one's buying it. How come? And I wanted to create a system where that was no longer a problem, where people could not only get their voice out into the marketplace, but that people would start to listen and read and want to engage with that message. And then, of course, as a wonderful consequence of that, then, uh, you know, the right person with a need finds the right entrepreneur with a solution. And that's also a beautiful thing because we're helping the world to be a better place by solving problems and helping people. Mm, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Helping, helping solve the world's problems. There's quite a few problems out there <laughs> in the world today. Yeah. And, and let's talk about, you know, before we go into like how to find your voice and really how to, 
tell that story well. Why is it so important uh, to write a book, in your opinion? Well, there are a lot of reasons to write a book. You know, some people come to me and they have personal reasons, right? They have a special story, something that happened to them, a lesson that they learned, a special someone who taught them something. And they want to pass that wisdom on uh, for sentimental reasons, for sharing reasons, uh, lots of really powerful personal stories. And then on the business side, uh, you know, we've seen across the board, super successful entrepreneurs, CEOs, business owners, uh, part of what gives them the authority to be featured on major news outlets, to be asked to speak in paying venues, is not only having a book, any book, but having a really good book that delivers a powerful message. So a good book can do a lot for you uh, in making friends, in changing lives, in impacting audiences, but also in majorly scaling your business. Mm, yeah, I love that fact that you said scaling your business, like getting it out there, uh, getting it into the media, which I think is really important. Uh, so let, let's go into like finding your voice when it comes to writing a book. A lot of times uh, women will say, well, I'm not a writer. Absolutely. I think I'm not a writer is one of the top three phrases that I hear. Um, and so, again, I set up a program that accommodates that. We make the assumption when we work with our writers that they're coming to us as entrepreneurs, as business owners. They've got a zone of genius that's outside of writing. Now they know how to write because we all had to write for school or for blog posts that we do as part of our business. Um, but that's not going to be their passion. Their passion is telling their story. We're really goal-oriented at Laurel Elite, and so we're always looking toward that end goal of, I want a better speaking career, or I want to be able to reach my clients better, or I want to give my clients better resources. That's a really important part of what we do. So when we help someone to find their voice, we're always looking toward, well, what do you want to do? with this message. Because if you want to create a speaking career and you've never spoken and you want to be sort of on all of the big name shows, well, that's a very different goal from, you know, I want to give resources to my current clients. So we look at that when we're helping them to find their voice and then we really walk them through the process of how to tell their story. A lot of that is about years and years and years of figuring out the very best questions to ask. And many times it's questions uh, where people say, gosh, I, I never thought about it that way before. Let me think through that. And once they start to have those questions, uh, then the story just pours out. And you know, just as a note, Heather, I use this with people on all levels. Um, you may have seen as you were looking at my bio, I was uh, featured at the end of last year in Reader's Digest because not only do I work with you know, entrepreneurs and I have this business doing this thing, but I'm really, really passionate about having everyone tell their story. And so I actually spend a lot of time sitting down on park benches in random cities with homeless people, lonely people, uh, and saying, you know, what's your story? Let, let's talk about that because it's really, really, really important for everyone to, to be heard heard to have that opportunity to have someone ask them questions about their lives. Questions are life-changing and powerful. Mm, I, I definitely believe that. It's like if you ask yourself the right questions and empowering questions, things can really transform for like if you're talking about the writer or someone else. And also what it does in the brain, like if you're 
creating a story um, that creates a connection for the people that are listening to it. So I like the fact that you're also taking people that are having that block that are saying, hey, I'm not a writer, but you, you've, got a, you've got a process to kind of help them along the way. So I'm kind of curious, you know, with, with helping people to, to write these books. So we talked about, you know, kind of finding your voice, why it's important to uh, tell a story. Uh, what are the things you find are really important that might be uh, miscon misconceptions about writing a book? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. So one of the biggest misconceptions that I work really hard in my speaking to inform people about are the types of books. So there are a lot of uh, business gurus out there, I don't know who they are, who are telling people, you know, you just need a book. It doesn't matter what it's about. And that's sort of like saying you can just stand up or stand on the street corner and talk about anything and people will listen. It just, it doesn't really work that way. There's a lot of noise in the world. And so, yes, a book can absolutely scale your business and take you where you need to go, but it needs to be the right kind of book. Um, and just, you know, for your audience, there are a couple of kinds of books out there that don't do what some people promise that they will do. One of those is the quote collection. Um, you know, so if your favorite celebrity, whoever that is, comes out with a list of favorite quotes, probably that book will sell because that person's already a celebrity. If I publish a book of quotes, my mom will buy it and that will be it. No one really cares about what my favorite quotes are. So that's one of uh, the misconceptions out there. The other kind of book is called a business card book, which is a short sort of extended business card, maybe like an extended bio, here's what I do, why I do it, a couple of anecdotes, that kind of thing. Um, and the reasoning there that I've heard is that people say, well, no one's gonna throw away a book. They'll throw away a business card, but wait, they won't throw away a book. Well, but they will ship it off to your local charity shop um, without having read it. And um, the problem with those is that they're very me-centered, right? Once again, if I stand up on my soapbox and say, me, 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 no one's going to listen, except my mom, God bless her, right? Um, no one wants to hear me, me, me. They want to hear, well, what's in it for me? How are you going to, where's the me in what you're saying? And so having that quality message, part of the quality message is being able to have a conversation with your audience, not talking about yourself, not talking about your favorite quotes, not giving your favorite memes ever, all of those things. You know, you can do that once you're a celebrity, but your first book really needs to have value for your audience. Mm, I love that. So helpful. So it's really important before you sit down to write that book to understand who my audience is and writing writing the book in a way where people are going to get something out of it instead of, like you were saying, uh, all about me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, you know, I've written four books and I've learned a lot along the, the way. Um, and I also want to talk, I want to bring up this question about how important is it to get a good editor? Oh, uh, well, uh, caution, biased opinion ahead. Um, as you know, I, I started as the senior editor of Laurel Elite Books before I was the CEO. So the quality of text is really important to me. Um, and I believe that it is to all of us, you know, even if we're not word geeks or, you know, you're not an editor or a book lover as I am, 
you've still had the experience of reading something that wasn't very well written, and so you put it down. And you don't want to be that person, right? Why would you sacrifice or risk your message under uh, poor quality? Um, you know, it's fine if you're not a wordsmith, if you're not a writer, if you don't know the difference between a period, a comma, and a semicolon, all of those things are okay. But find somebody who does know the difference so that they can really deliver your message in a quality way, right? When we think about clothing, we, we have a lot of expressions around clothing in our culture um, and about first impressions, right? You wouldn't show up, I hope, to a business interview in your bathrobe. We understand that intrinsically. So don't couch your message in the equivalent of a bathrobe and expect people to be really excited about reading it. I definitely appreciate that answer. And I, again, from my experience, I learned so much. My first book, I didn't really have a professional editor, so there were a lot of mistakes and uh, I learned a lot. So that was a good lesson. And so I just recommend everyone, if you're thinking about writing a book, get someone, a professional uh, like yourself, uh, that knows the process, that can guide you through the process. I also want to circle back and talk about the content of a book. So you have a story to tell. And I know sometimes women are afraid to share their story that might be very, very personal. So my question to you is, how much do you share? Is Can there be too much? Or how do you get around uh, feeling vulnerable? That's an excellent question that has no answer. <laughs> um, it, you know, there's, there are a lot of questions about uh, what's appropriate to share, right? So if I'm a diet coach, I might share my own journey in losing weight. That would be really appropriate. You know, does my divorce play into it? You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, and that's where a good content coach uh, which is a part of what we do, can help you to start to make those decisions. Um, because the other thing that's part of that, Heather, is like, when do I talk about myself? When do I talk about my clients? When do I talk about data? What is the anecdote that I include here? And that's part of the vulnerability, right? There's the vulnerability of my own story, but there's also the vulnerability of my own success. And how do I talk about that in the context of my expert book? So you're right. There are a lot of questions to ask with no right answers per se. Um, and as far as getting over the vulnerability, I can say that part of branding that's really, really important, especially in the coaching world, and especially for woman to woman, um, you know, speaking from personal experience, I think that, that we as women relate to story in a special way, especially each other's stories and in the connection that we make with each other when we tell those stories. And so if you know a little bit about me that goes beyond, you know, being featured on CBS, you know, that's about my dog or the camping trips that we take together, suddenly there's a connection there and you say, wow, you know, that's a, that's a lady I'd like to know. Um, and that can be really powerful, but it is really easy to hide behind that ego of, you know, CBS and Associated Press and all of these things that might be impressive, but they don't create a connection with a person. 
Mm, I, I love that. I definitely agree. I find women definitely learn more through stories, especially if there's stories of like, hey, this is how I struggle. Like, for example, my story, I have many stories, but my breaking down moment where I lost everything, the boyfriend that I was with uh, threw me out in the middle of the night. I had no place to go. And that was a huge moment um, for me that I share on the stage when I'm talking to people. So what if, you know, when writing your book, you don't have a story like that? Should you still write a book? Yeah, of course you should. And the thing is that I've found is that everybody has a story like that. We just take ourselves for granted and we don't know what the stories are that are impactful for other people. And again, that's what a good coach can do by helping to ask the right questions and knowing when to really dig into something and say, yeah, so what happened then? And you know, how were people impacted or whatever the questions are that lead you to a place and really to mirror back to you like, well, you know, do you think that that could be a story that would really help people to see, you know, who you are or who you can help them to be? Or, wow, you know what, Heather, that, that's a really amazing thing that you went through. I bet if other people heard that story, they would be really inspired. And the light bulb goes off and you say, wow, I never really thought about myself in that way before, right? And I, I can say that across the board, something that's almost absolutely true is that women take themselves for granted. And um, having a good uh, pal, coach, to come along and say that's really incredible and point that out can be one of the most powerful tools. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. And another question uh, I wanna ask you before we wrap it up here, is talking about now that you have your book, okay, so you have your formula, you've written a book that you feel is aligned with the, with the audience. The next challenge is finding a publisher or getting it published. So do you recommend self-publishing or going uh, through the route of finding a literary agent? Yeah, so um, we are a hybrid publisher, so we do publish books for them. Um, if you're publishing a nonfiction book, then um, you might find an agent, but you're more likely to apply directly to the publisher with a book proposal if that's uh, the, the route that you're looking to take as a traditional publisher. Um, of course, you know the publisher at that point is taking on the risk the financial risk. So it's a lot harder to get published traditionally. Um, on the flip side, it's a lot harder to sell books when you self-publish. So, you know, this is something that I speak about all over the world. I've got an online course if you're interested in knowing more about that and the different ways to publish and why uh, each one might be the, the best for you. Um, because again, there's no one size fits all. It's all oriented to your goals and what you want. Uh, and how you want to get there and how much work you want to put in and how much time you want to put in and how much money you want to put in, in those various ways. Mm, wow. Lots of information, lots of information. <laughs> and before we leave today, where can people connect with you and learn more about your work? Absolutely. So our website is www.laurel elite.com and we do uh, a free scaling conversation so if you want to talk to me about your book your voice and how a book might help you to scale i'd love to chat with you i love it and we will have that in the show notes so whether you're listening or watching uh you can go ahead and click on that link especially if you're thinking about writing that book and elisa thank you so much for being my guest today thank you so much for having me heather it's been a real pleasure speaking with you
Absolutely. My pleasure. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin and live fearlessly. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpicken.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com.